had to find something that made me happy, you know, and photography was definitely it because you had to fi you have to find beauty in the world. Mm -hmm. And this led me also to wanting to share with the beauty I see in the world with people. Welcome back to another episode of the Photographer's Journey podcast. I'm Miles Massey, a local photographer, and on this podcast, I meet local photographers in the Florida area at their favorite photo locations. And today we are in St. Petersburg, Florida at Vinoy Park slash North Shore slash Coffee Pot Road. We had to go a little further down because of the noise pollution. My guest today is a former software developer that has faced a lot of struggles but has managed to find peace through photography. She's a great local photographer, even if she won't admit it in person. On Instagram, you can find her at Perfectly Imperfect Pics. Goes here. In person, she goes by Nora Roberts. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's uh, exciting. It's four episodes in. Awesome. Well, Very awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, congrats on your recent feature. Was that this morning or yesterday? Oh, yeah. It's um, Pelican Friday that ClearGram has been doing. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. That was actually, ironically, that was an old photo of mine from a simple point-and-shoot camera, my Sony, that um, drove me to my DSLR um, that was taken up in Cedar Key. So I really appreciated that feature. That was a flashback. So thank you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, um, what's Sony? Um, shoot, I don't remember the model, of course. Was that your very first camera or your, like... That was... Oh, man. That was probably my... That No, because I've had several cameras. I've had several digital cameras going back from, since 1999, starting out with a Sony Shot back then. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that, I mean, that, the actual memory stick for that would look like a thumb drive these days. Like, they, it was so big, but that's how I started out. Oh, wow. No, my Sony, um, I had a Fiji back in about 2013 that I used, and then I went on to a, not realizing um, a lot about interchangeable lenses and stuff and not having anyone to talk to. I went to a Sony CyberShot, and it was an all-in-one, and that's where I kind of grew from there. <laughs> Oh, so that camera led you to yeah, let me. Or Nikon. Yeah, I actually. Um, that's where I started to do some manual settings, um, doing um, light trails by the Dolly Museum of all places. Oh wow. Yeah. So, um, and then again, um, about 2017, I picked up on a Nikon D3400. Someone recommended, and it was the perfect camera if you're a Nikon person. Um, to learn, um, to be a be beginner. It was a great camera to learn on for someone like, especially like me who had cognitive problems um, from, as you were mentioning, my, my, my health issue, which is a, yeah. a traumatic brain injury. Um, well, do you want to go ahead and talk about that? Because the idea of the podcast is going to shed light on these stories because that was, uh, you and Vic were kind of one of the reasons both of your stories kind of hit me. I was like, wow, oh, these stories need to be told. So I, I, don't, I don't want to say too much about it. I'll let you It's take okay. Over. I actually didn't expect to get, I got a little emotional for a minute. Um, 2008, on my way to work, I was in a really bad accident. And um, I didn't realize how severe the accident was at the time. And um, let's just say I, I didn't get the medical treatment I should have on a, in a timely manner and I started developing seizures and I started not being able to walk. I still couldn't talk. I had a really loud stutter 
developed anxiety, depression, things I never had in my life. And um, this went on for a few years. I kept trying to work in a normal corporate cubicle farm environment, which was really hard to do. I was doing seven days a week, 10 to 12 hour shifts mm -hmm. and going through all this. And, and finally um, I had enough and um, the doctors told me to stop working and um, at that time. And um, I was basically homebound for nearly five years. And um, I, live two, I live in Old Southeast, proud of it. Um, I live two blocks from Blasting Park. And many days I wanted to get up and go to sunrises and I couldn't even walk out of my own driveway to get there. Um, so I worked at it over five years and I'd, I'd even just walk and sit in my front yard with my camera and um, sit in a, a chair for hours on end just to w practice my photography, learning how to do manual settings because my brain wasn't functioning like it did as a, as a programmer and working in IT, you, you have to learn code and stuff. And I, I wasn't working, I wasn't able to grasp working with numbers again. And um, it was kind of interesting that finding photography and beauty and trying to be physical um, and <laughs> leading, sorry, I lost my train of thought. This oh, is no, what no, happens no. all the time with me. If you, especially if you know me, you talk to me, this happens too often. Yeah. But anyway. Um, You're fine, yeah. Um, so before and before that accident, you were fine, like you were a software developer. Yep. Right. I mean, I worked, I started out um, in help desks and when they were not call centers. I mean, I worked in IT departments. I, wor I worked the second shift at All Children's Hospital for um, over two years um, and did a lot of their technical support. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've had some really great jobs, but unfortunately, what happened to me changed what I did, what I do now. And um, I had to find something that made me happy, you know, and photography was definitely it because you, had to you have to find beauty in the world. Mm -hmm. And this led me also to wanting to share with the beauty I see in the world with people, you know, because I didn't realize when I first started sharing my, my sunrise photos, I didn't realize how many people don't get to see the beauty in Florida, the tropical beauty we do. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, we kind of take it for granted. We Here do. The beach is 10, 20 minutes away. We do. We take it for granted. So, yeah. Um, All right, so, yeah, photography kind of helped you because going through something like that, I'm sure it was easy to be very negative and the world sucks. And, oh, But photography helped keep you. Definitely. It's, especially it was a case of why did this happen to me? You know, here I felt I was in the peak of, you know, my, my 20s and stuff and honestly you want to know it was a gift it was a blessing in disguise because it made me slow down and it made me stop and smell the roses like i do with yeah. my camera now it really do you know so um life is short and so we have to appreciate the beauty around us and i think it's great you know that what you do and what the people i've community are connected with you know do i mean the whole instagram community because i started i didn't really know anybody i kind of came from video backgrounds like oh i'll start taking photos yeah i found cleargram um kind of mentioned this on the last podcast cleargram is run by a few different people jeremiah oh, jeremiah pat al put their links on screen and in the show notes but it's basically just a community where um how do you describe it? we take pictures we all meet up together take some pictures hang out you just get to know each talk other talk shop 
you know, and get yeah. to know each other. And the thing is, like I was mentioning to you walking here was, the e there's no egos and that's what I appreciate. Me, somebody who uses a basic camera and kit lenses, I'm not using something fancy right now, you know? Yeah, I can't wait till the day that I do. I like to see what I'm capable of, but for now what I'm capable of, you know, what I'm using, and I appreciate the people that have welcomed me and encourage you know, my, my work, because I know I don't have the tools that other people do. Right, so, that's and a good, good way to learn is, because um, that actually brings up, you said something when we were talking uh, a few weeks back that, was, I have the quote here, <laughs> you said that in your, in your 20s before your accident, um, you could have bought all the gears and lenses you wanted to. Yes. Now, I guess you kind of answered it, but like, because it's a blessing in disguise, do you think it's made you a better photographer that you didn't get, you know, thousands of dollars worth of gear and you're stuck, not stuck, but you have the kit lens? Quite frankly, yes. And it's because of personal experience of some people that I have interacted with um, that I feel that I am more humble in the work I put out and I'm not feature seeking and I'm not popularity seeking I'm just looking to share you know mm -hmm. I'm just looking to share the beauty with people and I mean another thing can I just say is yeah. I don't feel the equipment makes the photographer I feel the photographer makes the the, the equipment you know I, I yeah. do and I know I might say that if I was holding you know something with thousands of dollars and stuff yeah I probably would say something different but that's just that's just me my opinion yeah but you have to learn the settings and stuff I forget the quote but it's like um, you give a professional photographer like an amateur camera or just a cell phone even mm -hmm. and they'll make it look better than the first person starting out with a $15,000 camera mm -hmm. whatever price you want to put up there yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. With the minimal gear and stuff, because you're actually, you said you don't remember most settings, but I feel like that's all of us when we're trying new styles out and stuff, so. Yeah, I'm really good with my sunrises and I love light. I, reflections and light are I'm, fun to play with, but wildlife is definitely one that, uh, I, uh, I definitely have to work on, you know. I, 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 I have a bad habit of shooting and um, not shooting in, um, like, um, oh my God, I can't talk right now. <laughs> Instead of aperture priority, I should be, I, I do it in my, um, my, sh my speed priority. Oh, uh, the shutter. <laughs> the shutter, yeah. yeah. See, I can't talk. This is what happens. <laughs> um, and I, I know I need to work on shooting in aperture a lot more because, you know, I, I really do want to work on like that's a personal goal for me is more working on my light settings and I knew I need to do that through there mm -hmm. so but I get yeah. frustrated and I'm out shooting and I get all discombobulated <laughs> all right I want to go and talk about your first account you shared it with me well, <laughs> you said you don't share it with anybody else is there a reason because I could definitely see like the theme or your sort of style starting to evolve from that, and then you started a whole nother, this perfectly imperfect fix account. Yeah, um, you know, actually, since I share that account with you, I've been thinking about that, because it's actually something that going into this year, my, my, I'm not a person about, um, you know, New Year's resolutions or whatever. I just, I had something happen again with my year last year that I wanted to grow from. And I was going to focus on what style am I going to use, <laughs> you know? 
Um, I don't know how to explain it. When I started to be able to walk and go places again, I wasn't going to parks. I was going to cemeteries and walking around. Was it just close by? Is that what? I was doing a little bit of research on the history of St. Petersburg. Um, I also have always found um, the interest in old gravestones. I find the artwork on them and the detail very interesting. I think in their art themselves. So again, I was having problems walking and for some reason didn't go to parks, was going to cemeteries, but it was a quiet place always for me to go, peaceful. It was shaded. There was a lot of wildlife. There were a lot of flowers. So um, yeah, I did that um, and I had a dark side. I definitely had a dark side of photography, but I, um, I switched over because again, those reflect that I was obviously not in a, in a very Good. positive place probably. And you can tell when I started to feel better and I wanted to again share the beauty of my my area with everyone. Um, I flipped over and created perfectly imperfect because nothing's perfectly you know nothing's perfect. Everything's perfectly imperfect. And then pix pix. As a kid, I always Pictures. spelled pix. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, but the moons. There was a lot of moon yeah, shots. Yeah, you, you told me it had something to do with your health and, issues. Yeah, the moon shots. There's a lot of moons. Again, I was very limited at what I can do. Um, so I could only just walk out front to my yard or in my backyard, depending on where the moon was at. And um, I would stand there with my tripod. And because of my head injury, I have auras. I have, um, I get, I have perfect vision. That's one of the very things that is perfect about me. <laughs> um, but I have auras and I have, um, I have problems seeing things sharply at times. And it's, I'm actually having it happen again right now. Um, and so I would, it, it was perfect, the moon was perfect for me to practice on because there's so much detail that you need to find. So it was for me a way again to, to focus and find a way to, to work with my eyes to straighten them out, to get them back to a healthy. That's interesting, you find like one topic it seems like and you kind of practice that. Yeah, yeah. It's a smart way to go about it. And that's again and again working with those manual settings because at nighttime shooting night set you know the nighttime rules change yep, completely. Exactly, exactly. And if you saw there were some some ones that there were the red moon off the horizon and stuff. I don't know if you yeah. caught that. Was that was that the clear ground meet? No, that was um, those are from my, before I ever met any of you guys. No one's okay. ever seen those except you okay, and a few at clear ground we did meet up in downtown Tampa. I, know, I came back with like three hours of sleep and managed to show up to that. But um, yeah, anyways, keep going. No, no, it's just, I don't know why I decided not to share my cemetery stuff and my darker photography, I guess, because I was a... Is it like an insecurity thing, you think? Or is it, you just Yeah, it's, an ins it's definitely an insecurity thing. I think it was, it was an, a vulnerable side of me. But here again, until, like I said to you, until November of last year, I didn't really share with anybody in the, the photography world except a select few of what I was going through with my health stuff. And then I never expected to be going through a setback as I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. Well, I know you actually just had a recent setback, but before that, I want to talk about, you went into, like actually right before that, you just did a 24 hour social media cleanse, right? 
that. Yes, right? I did. Digital disconnect. How is that? I think that's something we all would like to do, but find it very difficult. It is a beautiful thing to do, and especially um, my close friends know I am known for doing it, especially on Facebook, which <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is a whole other world we don't even talk about. But um, yeah, uh, it's a, it's really good for the soul, you know, because I mean, look how much we're connected to technology. You know, we rely on it. And again, somebody whose brain gets overtired and gets fatigued really easily, you need a break. You you need mm -hmm. this. You need yeah. vi you need vitamins. Yeah, sun. exactly, yeah. exactly. I go crazy if I'm inside. Which bad because I'm an editor but that's me I've for eight weeks the last eight weeks that's basically what I've been having to do and I've been going I'm I've got cabin fever I have serious cabin fever right now and I go out back in front the most I can but and take my camera with me as everyone knows I've been posting what random flowers and butterflies yeah, I can I've seen a lot recently because <laughs> it's my uh, therapy it's yeah. what helps me get by you that's know? good so, so do you get caught up in the numbers of Instagram or do you just post and kind of ignore I just post um, hashtags annoy me, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I, if you go through me, you will see I do at times fluctuate and use my number of um, hashtags just because um, it, it's their damn darn, excuse me, al algorithm. And sometimes I get really good quality interaction followers, and then I get, you know, the, the just dead, the ghost accounts. Yeah. So, but no, I don't care about numbers. I'm honestly, I'm kind of humbled because I know I actually just noticed I'm close to hitting 600 followers, which to me. Oh, nice. Same. The race is on. I just um, find that very humble, humbling, because yeah. there are actually that many people in this world that want to look at what I'm sharing. So thank you. You know, I mean, that that's it is humbling. It is. So. Yeah, it's nice to know. Even. And, I didn't really look through the comments, but I'm sure you probably get good, good comments too. Right? Yeah, and and that's one thing that's been really nice about. This is actually something I wanted to say about the comments, and hopefully, you know, um, the people we've been hanging out with. I hope they really listen to this, you know, to what your different podcasts and what all of us are saying. Me, I appreciate every positive feedback comment I get. I can never say thank you enough in any way, shape, or form, especially to the people of Clear Graham. Um, how well they've, what they've done for the community. Um, but the other thing is, let's give each other some cr constructive criticism. I believe mm -hmm. in constructive criticism. Let's, let's leave all the positive feedback all the way to the side sometimes and let's help each other and grow, you know, right, by so. giving some feedback like, hey, if you did this, like we were talking about ND filters. Yeah. I've been dying to talk to somebody about filters <laughs> and rays and stuff like that. And there's certain people I've wanted to talk to and I've been afraid to ask them, you know, and I'd love to yeah. do it. <laughs> no, as I was saying, just constructive criticism, can, we can all benefit from. Yeah, from so from instead it. of all this, like, sunshine and rainbows, like, it's Ex perfect picture, great job. Exactly, Like, exactly. gifts, like, you know, maybe your composition could be. But I also think, like, in the comments, maybe you don't want to read that, but if you talk to them, DM, DM them or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. they can help you. Exactly, exactly, yeah. And that was just my, my little yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I like that, because <laughs> I... Sometimes I'll start doing stuff, and if I'm working on a video and people don't have any feedback for me, oh, it's great. And I'm like, no, something has to be wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's like, 
But they're like, no, it's good. Just post it. So, <laughs> which can lead me to be kind of lazy in my edit sometimes. But <laughs> well, it's like today. I was really reluctant to share my sunrise because it was a to me it was not my quality. But I'm like, it's part of the journey. Share it. Yeah. You know. So part of the photographer's journey. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No pun intended, but. <laughs> but going back to that 24-hour cleanse. Right after that, we were actually going to do this podcast, but you had another setback. I did. Um, actually, I've been having a setback since Bach Tower, when we all met at Bach Tower. That's right. Thanks to Shutterbug Debbie arranging that. Um, Name up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you guys don't know, I was hiding in bushes sick. And this no, is embarrassing was, was for me. Was that after the sun drop? That was the whole, I should never have gone. I, but I was, I wanted to be there so badly and I was fine. I was absolutely fine. But for some reason, um, all of a sudden when I started walking around with you guys, that was the first day I started getting sick and I ended up, um, that's why I kept disappearing and people kept wondering what happening to me. Um, and I ended up having to get, I already had a hotel that night, but, um, I had to stay a second night at a hotel because I couldn't even drive myself home. I was so sick. Oh, a second night. I yeah. Know you stayed to get photos, but yeah, yeah everyone. That that's happened. what I was telling yeah. everyone because uh, I was embarrassed of what I was going through. Um, so yeah, the last eight weeks I have been where um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be. I don't want to get in complete detail. I mean, gross everybody out, but I can't. At, right now, I'm okay doing it. Bach Tower, and when we met up in Dunedin, especially Dunedin, I shouldn't have been standing on my feet because I was almost blacking out. From my head injury, I have now got a problem with, I never had cardiac problems before, where my heart rate will go sky high and I will nearly black out. Really, just from standing? Just from standing. Yeah. That's not a vertigo thing? It's, just... that's what, I just went, I went through this about three years ago and um, went through tons of testing and we thought it was vertigo we thought it was positional um, a bunch of stuff medical you know everyone right. has their suggestions and um, no and then um, God, I don't want to even sound crazier than I already am but um, <laughs> um, I had a freak accident happen three years ago where I um, I was actually attending Jeremiah's um, photography class. I had to drop out of it three weeks in because I was in a bad car accident where I blacked out behind the wheel of my car. Oh wow! And I totaled it. So for some reason, I'm going through that again right now, and um, <laughs> along with some other details and symptoms, I will spare you all of. Um, but um, this is what what people don't realize is so means so much to me is for when I started to come out and meet up with people and interact and stuff with my photography. I do other things, yes, but especially with the photography, how much it meant to me to be able to get out and do these things because I had had all these limitations in my life, you know, in mm -hmm. the last, like, few years. So it, it, it means more than anyone knows than, you know, just coming out and BSing for a little bit about, yeah, you know, stuff. And I like to, if you notice, I like to sit back and listen. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of take everything in, what people are saying, and it's fun. Yeah, that's really cool, because a lot of times you think people just go out there and just shoot whatever, but to hear the meaning behind it, mm -hmm. it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, like last time, you know, over talking, I was listening to um, a few of you talking about video and stuff, you know, and mm -hmm. I find that really interesting. It's 
you know, we all want to learn different aspects. You got to multitask and cross, cross um, what do you want to cross train, yeah. you know, cross train. So. Yeah, that's how I got into photography is I did short films on YouTube and stuff. They never went anywhere. You can still find them on this channel if you dig deep enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started after college, got a job and then, uh, you know, the job as video editor, so that kind of became my thing. I wasn't shooting as much, and I was like, well, photography is a great way to keep up with cinematography, which is what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of grew into this thing. I met ClearGram people, and then now I met you and Vic and all these great people, Debbie, Jeremiah, Pat. I'll list all their names here with the description. <laughs> There's so many Shout people. Out. Uh, but yeah, just being able to meet all these people is incredible yeah it, it definitely has been I it was more than I expected um, it, with opening with open arms now um, um, well we can switch gears because um, for those listening the camera stopped now we're just confused on where we were <laughs> we both have Samsung phones you said you got more into mobile photography which it's weird because that's whenever I get a new phone and I only get Samsung it's no offense Apple but I just, I don't like Apple. Um, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, the second I get the new phone, I'll, like, go for, like, two weeks. Like, I need to get pictures with this. And then I go back to my normal camera. But I still use my phone when I don't have a camera with me. Mm -hmm. It works great. You want to talk about mobile photography a little bit? Yeah. I mean, actually, that was, last night was the first time I used this new, um, it, it's only the 9 that I have. It's not like I don't have the 20 or anything. But, um, you know, you can definitely you can see the difference you know it, it, it kind of is frustrating because it's like man you put all this work into learning manual settings and then you go and take a picture with a cell phone and it's like why did you <laughs> you know like it just took away it made it look so effortless yeah you know so it's, i don't know i enjoy it um i really got into it um <laughs> by uh by shooting up in um the best place i ever did was um the smoky mountains it was so green there about three years ago that it was taking pictures on the um, 8. I had just gotten the 8 because they had just come out and they were mm -hmm. so crisp and the color, you know, saturation was just incredible. So, because they didn't need editing, you know, they really didn't. Yeah, I mean, I still edit <laughs> a little bit, but yeah. it's like contrast or exposure maybe, yeah. but it's not. I took one this morning and it's like the sky is just so orange, you know, and I, um, I put it on my personal Instagram account because I had to share it, you know, with my friends and be like, look at this. Yeah. You know, this is for my cell phone. Were you at the uh, Demon's Landing meeting? Yes. That's, um, I think my favorite picture from that was from my phone because <laughs> I did, I found out you could do long exposure on it and I have the little Joby tripod, mm -hmm. so I just attach it to the fence, I hit it and it was like, it looked like it came off a big camera. Mm -hmm. Is the the cityscape? Yeah, so I was like really impressed with that. It's I haven't messed around with like putting it on a tripod or anything like that. You know, it's just my just doing simple you know handheld stuff. But yeah. you know, I mean, hey, it works for when we don't have our cameras, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which rarely happens these days for me. But <laughs> yeah, it's always in my bag. But if I need to, I use my Samsung S10. Yeah. Sponsored. Okay. Uh, most people seem to specialize in one thing at least from what they post but you seem to you mainly post a lot of sunsets but you challenge yourself which i think is really cool thank you um again i don't think i have a necessarily style i'd like to i would definitely like to if somebody that knows me sees something in me that i don't see please tell me <laughs> point me in the right direction 
you know? But again, I just want to learn. I want to learn as much as I can. And, um, and I really enjoy, the, I don't know how, to, I just enjoy taking it all in. I don't know. I don't know how to, I, I'm, that, that basically summarizes the experience. So. Yeah. And there's so much that people don't think about, you know, I mean, we as photographers realize, like, I always joke and say, I want to, I want to, oh, this is going on another subject we talked about. I want to write a book or something that's about a behind the lens, the stories of behind the lens that we go through, you know, yes, that you don't that's, that's hear right. about. You did say you're a published author. I did. <laughs> Shameless plug. Completely forgot to ask you about that. No, um, I didn't mean You can find I your new book in stores. No. Um, no, that was another thing after my brain injury. I, um. With all my idle time, um, my, uh, my I, uh, I lost my grandmother who passed away in my arms suddenly in my house, oh my and I, um, I went through a lot of grief and stuff, so I used all that down period or whatever, and I wrote a book about grief, how to deal with grief and stuff, and um, I'd like to... Anyway, that's where, going back to the cemeteries and stuff, I started doing research because I wanted to write a book, a, a nonfiction book on St. Petersburg and the history back in the early 1900s. Oh, okay. And so that's kind of where I was headed to. And then another thing um, which I had um, talked about at the Clear Graham Christmas party was um, I'd love to do a photo, a table photo book. That's like an ultimate uh, like goal. A coffee table. Like a coffee yeah. table photo book. Like I, that's like an ultimate goal of mine. So. But yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah. And your book is like published and on shelves. It is. Online. It's on Amazon. Um, it's. I never did get it because um, I never had it where you can get it digital or anything. But okay. um, yes, my name is Nora Roberts, like the famous romance author Nora Roberts. You may not be familiar with her, but I, I don't know women books, so. out there know her. She's a famous romance author, and I got tired of people asking if I was her, so I decided to write a book, and it's out there. So. Wow. All right. Well, you can find that on Amazon. <laughs> um, show notes or description below or on screen. I'm still trying to figure out how to, like, people are listening, but there's also a video portion to this. Yeah, and if anybody you, steals my nonfiction idea now of a St. Pete history book, that was my idea. <laughs> we, we have video and audio record of it. <laughs> all right. Generic question. As a hobbyist, do you plan to make this into a living? In a perfect world, wouldn't we all? I mean, wouldn't we love to be known for something you know and leave our mark on this world mm -hmm. you know definitely of course um uh you got yes of course you know but i'm not again like i said earlier i'm not i'm not i'm not a money seeking person money doesn't interest me right it's just I'm, about happiness right? exactly yep. exactly yeah that's where if photography does become your job that's where the lines start to get crossed because some paychecks may look better than others. Yeah, and that's what's ironic is some of, after I got sick, um, I was doing these little odd jobs for local small businesses, like I mentioned earlier, that were downtown CP people, and I was taking pictures of things in St. Pete for them, for their business, and I was doing content writing before it was a thing, you know, really, and that's also what led me into doing the sunset and sunrise pictures. So it's okay. kind of funny how, yeah. you know, paths take you places. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I was making a little money off it, but you know, it it took me another direction too. Yeah, so that's really cool. I have mm -hmm. a lot of stories. <laughs>
do you have any more that you'd like to share? Because I'm out of questions. You know, I mean, uh, they're not really photo photography things. I mean, I just, like I told you, I'm big on the St. Pete preservation and stuff. I went down um, and photographed every week for about two months the, the destruction of the pier. <laughs> so I've got that photographed. You know, I've got the whole inside of the original YMCA where I learned to swim as a kid you know, photograph that has been sitting empty for a godly amount of time. Um, I have, I, I like, I have videos even of the opening of the Suncoast Dome on VHS, which I danced in with Kenny Rogers, that I'd like to get digitized because people haven't seen these kinds of things, I bet. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know? yeah, I wouldn't even think. Yeah, like I've got a lot of cool old videos of St. Pete, you know, that I would like to share, and I even have old pictures. You know, like I shared some from Sunken Gardens of me from 1983, you know. So that's another thing, you know, a path I'd like to go down, you yeah. know, is sharing, again, the pride of St. Pete. Well, it seems like, um, I'm trying to think of a good way to wrap this up. Don't give up. If you got a hobby, even if it's not photography, don't give up. We need more, we need more. I don't know. We just we need we especially we need stuff in this we world. Need, we you need know? more positivity, well, especially yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you heard it from Nora. Don't give up. Well, thanks for being on this podcast. Thanks so much for having me, and yeah. um, I appreciate you letting me share my story. And um, I think it's a powerful one that people can really learn from. It's really hard for me to be transparent like this, but hopefully, I can inspire somebody else that's sitting there wanting to get out and do something and. Just know you can do it. Because that's the most important part. Yeah, you, you can do it. You have to get out there and do it. You got to, because if you keep sitting there and you sit on the couch, it, it's never going to happen. All right, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, outro music. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed that and want to see more work from either myself or my guest, please check the show notes below or the description on the video version. If you liked the podcast, leave a review letting me know how I did, how I can do better, and what you'd like to see more of. I'm just figuring this out as I go. It's just a great way to see new places, meet new people, and get the whole community involved. I hope you guys liked it. I'll be back next week with a new episode. Thank you for watching and listening.